Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey Alarmy, before we get started, we wanted to make sure you heard the big news. The Alarmist has joined Patreon. Patreon subscribers will get access to our content ad-free, as well as our aftermath post-interview discussion and final verdict. We'll also be putting out additional bonus episodes and other fun stuff. Here's a preview of our Little Alarms series, only available on Patreon. I'm curious to know why you are watching Rocky V. Is that like something... It was at work and we were, um, we were, it was an inspiration. It was, it's Rocky four. Oh, okay. Okay. And okay. So maybe I was exaggerating. It's, (laughs) it looks like it's nine minutes. minutes. It's nine minutes. All right. That's still very long. long. Yeah. But I guess we're all fools here. Chris (laughs) is wrong about the Rocky. It was Rocky four. I don't know what you're talking about. And Rebecca (laughs) over-exaggerated the montage show. Don't trust us for anything, guys. You've you've learned that lesson. That's what you're. If you're here, you've already learned that lesson. Yeah. (laughs) The misinformation that was given in in like a thirty second. Yeah. Fast and loose with the facts. That's how we like it over here. Mm -hmm. Go to Patreon.com/slash/TheAlarmist and subscribe today. Now on to our episode. I was born with a special gift. The ability to mentally transform any situation into the worst case scenario in my own brain. My therapist calls my gift catastrophizing. And that's why I'm uniquely qualified to scrutinize and analyze history's greatest disasters and find out who's to blame. They say history repeats itself, not on my watch. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and I am The Alarmist. Hey, 
everyone. Thanks for tuning in to The Alarmist, a comedy podcast where we talk about history's greatest tragedies and figure out who's to blame. Today we're discussing the toxic lady. Here's what you need to know. A woman experiencing shortness of breath, a regular heartbeat, and a decrease in blood pressure was brought into Riverside General Hospital in Riverside, California on February 19th, 1994. Her name was Gloria Ramirez, and the events that transpired after she was admitted remain a medical mystery to this day. Gloria suffered from late-stage cervical cancer, but the vital signs that she was currently exhibiting were unusual. In order to try to stabilize her, she received oxygen and a standard combination of drugs to get her heartbeat to slow down. However, her condition declined, and the staff was forced to defibrillate her. It was then that they noticed strange things about Gloria. Her skin was slick and oily, and doctors and nurses observed a fruity, garlic-like scent coming from her mouth. One nurse named Susan Kane drew blood from Gloria and noticed the blood smelled like ammonia. There also appeared to be yellow-brown particles floating in the blood sample. After Nurse Kane handed the sample off to another technician, medical student Julie Gorchinsky, Nurse Kane fainted. Soon after, Gorchinsky felt severely nauseous and left the room. She would then experience muscle spasms and irregular breathing. Both nurses also complained of a burning sensation in their face. Then, when a third nurse fainted, Umberto Ochoa, the doctor in charge of the emergency room, told everyone to evacuate to the parking lot and to seal off the area where they were working on Gloria. A skeleton staff stayed behind to help Ramirez, but after several minutes of CPR, she was declared dead. Out of a fear that they were exposed to a toxic chemical, the staff stripped to their underwear, piled their clothes in plastic bags, and got hosed down. A special team in hazmat suits entered Gloria's room and performed a test for poisonous toxins or other foreign substances, but nothing turned up. Coroners performed three autopsies, but they were unable to determine any convincing rationale for the events that took place. Consequently, Patrick Grant, a nuclear chemist at the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory's Forensic Science Center, looked into samples of Gloria's tissue and blood and uncovered unusual chemicals. The most suspicious one he found was dimethyl sulfone, or DMSO. DMSO alone is not harmful to people, but the lab posited that the DMSO reacted to the oxygen Gloria was given in the ambulance and formed dimethyl sulfate, a chemical that is toxic to humans. Many scientists and doctors have stated that this theory is bogus, and the Lawrence Livermore scientists can't prove that this is what happened. All they can do is say that it's the likely cause of the strange and scary case of Gloria Ramirez, the toxic woman. They said it was the smell of death. Fun facts, aka death stats. Gloria passed away only 40 minutes after arriving at Riverside Hospital. Officials conducted three autopsies after Gloria died, one six days after her death, and the last right before her burial. 
County officials released the body two months after Gloria died for a proper funeral due to toxicity levels and fears that people would faint or pass out. Of the 20 symptoms described by medical staff, 19 of them match symptoms of people exposed to dimethyl sulfate vapors. 23 of the 37 emergency room staff members experienced at least one symptom. Five were hospitalized for the rest of the night. One remained in intensive care for two weeks. While there are many possible theories about what happened in the ER, the incident is still considered an unsolved mystery. With us today, we have producer Clayton Early. Hello. Fact checker Chris Smith. Hi. And our very special guest today is director Tales Correa. Did I get that right? Oh, you got perfect. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh my God, we're so excited to have you. I just want to tell our listeners um, to check out your series, Doggy Bank, which is now on Amazon. Uh, can you tell them a little bit about the show? Yeah, of course. Uh, Doggy Bank is a is a dark comedy about this goofy slacker who is an Uber driver. And he ended up babysitting a pamper pooch from this uh, millionaire that is about to die and leave every, mm. everything to his dog. So. Amazing. <laughs> exactly. uh, what kind of dog was it? It's a, it's a, it's a Chih Tzu. It's a, it's a, oh, okay. a Chih Tzu. Yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> and then he became the first Brazilian comedy in English to stream on a, on an American, uh, you know, major streaming wow, service. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So w- we'd like to start off the show by asking our guests, what is something that's recently alarming you? What's something that's keeping you up at night? Something that is alarming me and keeping up at night is Taylor Swift in Brazil. <laughs> oh, yes. I don't know so, if you guys heard what happened. Yes. But she was. Yeah, she she was with her, you know, largest tour ever popped up in Brazil. And there was just this a series of bizarre uh, stuff happening, which might tie up in our uh, topic today, which was like a, a, it's a hot day in Brazil. It's a hot weather now, right? Because uh, we have like uh, reverse summertime than America. And it was one of the hottest days. She was in Rio uh, doing her one of her shows of her, you know, her tour and it was extremely hot and then one of her fans like they were having her time passing water around uh, apparently the production company um was charging a lot of money and, and it was it didn't even have enough water either oh gosh oh, god one this feels like fans, a future episode i know it does <laughs> oh completely yeah it could, it could totally be but but one of her fans passed out uh passed out and died mm. oh my god yes that was it right that was shocking enough and then the next day um you know that that that's a lot to wrap our heads around because it tells about like the 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 fanatism like how much fans goes through yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because the next day it was packed again and everybody's trying to see her and 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 the fans they they make lines for like days like to try right. to get a good spot and then in 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 the in in you know in the heat that was like abnormally hot yeah. day also we can talk about climate change all that kind of thing right the, the fans <laughs> were waiting for the next show and then um 
their 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 legs burning, you know, on the on the when, when they're like heating up the stands or that those yeah. structure like oh all, yeah, they couldn't get water again. And then one hour before that second concert, she canceled because <gasps> of the heat. And then, yeah. and then wow. fans got pissed because they're like, "Well, we're ready being <laughs> right, right for the right. whole day. All we needed was the concert to just be like, okay." end of the line and then she postponed it for i think it was like on the weekend she postponed it for monday okay. and brazil is a huge country so a lot of people were coming from like the extremes part of the country to go oh, to sure. watch her and then they're like what the hell like i cannot stay for more two days to wait for this concert it was so it was very frustrating mm. Yes, I think we should perfectly, seamlessly transition. Yeah, from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it, another very tragic um, event that we're discussing that I don't know about you guys, but I had no, had not heard about this particular yeah. case. No, case, but even... since I have heard about it, it's been living in my dreams. I'll yes. tell you that right now. I can't it's get it out of my head. A very bizarre scenario. Yes. Now, I, I think we should just to start off, let's put um, natural causes related to her cancer up on the okay. board as okay. uh, it's not confirmed. I mean, this is what the autopsy, what they what they determined, determined the during. Yes. During the, the op death. autopsy. Right. Now, whether this is the actual case, TBD, but. Uh, we should discuss at least because she she did have cancer. It mm. was a um, it had progressed. Mm -hmm. uh, she had just found out that she had uh, cancer and uh, was about to start treatment for it. Mm. This is from the Washington Post. A mother of two children, Gloria Ramirez, had been undergoing treatment for cervical cancer uh, for six weeks when she complained of nausea and began vomiting on February 19th. Now, I'm just going to pause there because there are disparate accounts here. Some people say that she hadn't started uh, the cancer treatment. Other people say that she had already. Oh, you know, wow. other other publications say that she had. There's a lot of misinformation, I think, surrounding this case. So Right. Stories like this get sort of repeated on the Internet like over and over and over. Yes. And, and then yeah. so like the facts get bent. A you little. lose facts in there. Exactly. Yeah. So we're so, trying to go with the most trusted sources that we know, but who knows yeah. what they know. <laughs> Great start, you guys. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so stay tuned. Stay with us. <laughs> okay. We'll continue with this article from the Washington Post. Maggie Ramirez Garcia said she believed her sister had begun chemotherapy or radiation treatment the week she died. The cancer was advanced, Ramirez Garcia said, but was not supposed to be fatal. Ramirez's boyfriend, Johnny Estrada, said he called for an ambulance about 8 p.m. because she was having trouble breathing. At the hospital a few minutes later, the bizarre uh, sequence of events began. Deputy Coroner Cupido stressed that she died from natural causes. Today, he could not explain the conflicting statements. He also could not explain the odor described by the workers, but said, quote, no external toxic substance was found in Ramirez. Neither group was prepared to offer a conclusion about why the hospital workers collapsed that night. But when County Spokesman DeSantis was asked if the county would continue its investigation, he responded, it's finished. So a lot of mystery and controversy surrounding how the authorities 
really handled this autopsy and the investigation after the very mysterious um and and what must have been an extremely scary incident at in the ER mm-hmm. at the hospital. Mm-hmm. I mean imagine you're a, a nurse or you're an an employee in the ER. You're used to emergencies, obviously you work at an ER. But when you are now the ones like now your your coworkers and the doctors and the nurses right. are the ones who are being affected um and and are needing care, that has to be very um scary it is it does i mean uh, i it's maybe like a little on the nose because you said it was inspired an actual episode but it does seem like something right out of television like it's so like dramatically fast you know like for it to happen in that way like like is this a chemical is this a chemical is this like a crazy new virus like your mind i think goes to like all these extremes that we're so used to seeing on cinema that are so dramatic that it's like how what is happening in like such quick real-time moments must have yes. been very True. bizarre for the hospital people. Yeah, when you're reading this, I mean, not not hammering on the writing again, but like uh, your your mind. I mean, it, it is based in in a, in a real life. It is a real life story, and then mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's, it's kind of like we had to be careful to make assumptions. But like when you're a writer, creative, like when you're reading like a, such a uh, uh, you know mysterious story like this, like your mind started like just plopping ideas more of like what would like this is an incredible story what would be you know like the solution or or or, yeah and even though uh there is no is an unsolved mystery how how would we you know what i mean make something interesting um absolutely my mind went crazy i mean just respecting the victims and everything but i went thinking about like Alien abductions. Sure. <laughs> it's it's great that you said that because you're not the only one. No, yes. I, and and honestly, I believe that's what the X Files episode was about. Sorry, spoiler. But, uh... <laughs> if you haven't seen season one of X Files yet, <laughs> um, but I believe it was that they uh the Vic uh was it Scully or one of them gets infected with alien DNA and they start become uh and they become toxic and mm, <laughs> sure actually when you get like unsolved cases that kind of, kind of get buried a little bit like your conspiracy theory brain keeps like like yes like why well, why people just shove it like because it's not widely known right it's like uh it's just like a, uh so that that's why i'm surprised you guys bring it up to light <laughs> but uh <laughs> need to know yeah well, let's put even... aliens up on the board just okay. so that we cover all of hey, our bases you never oh, know geez. it's could be especially <laughs> like like you remember when someone in the government just just said something about oh aliens and ever also everybody just like brought like you know just ignored it yeah aliens have been in the the, the fbi have released ufo uh, footage oh, yeah. or stuff yes. that yes. Can't, be, it can't be explained is that what yeah. you're referring to and then there was a there was a hearing about it and somebody said yeah, there was non non human non terrestrial flesh or something. Like yeah, that. And we like don't seem uh, to care about it. Yeah, yeah. everyone and was nobody, like, nobody uh, cared about it. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I mean, let's we'll we'll at least put it up on the board, you guys. Okay. It's probably not that. We're not um, gonna no. we're not gonna go there. We're not but gonna go there, but we get it up there and get it out of the way. <laughs> I'm more interested in the sort of I don't know how you guys did in chemistry. I did very, very bad. In oh chemistry. yeah um, so in bad school. and we are going to be talking about chemistry so 
just imagine people who didn't do well in chemistry talking about chemistry. Great. Yep. This yeah. is going to be wonderful. Get ready for it. Uh, before we talk about the uh, chemistry, though, we do have to put another theory that the authorities um, said was the possible cause right. of, of this. This is depressing if it's worth yes. I think. Yes. I, I, I was going to put up stress-induced mass hysteria. Right. Mm. Mass stress. Mass hysteria. Yeah. So about the, the hospital workers. They yes. Were the one? Okay. Yeah. 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 No, this, this we're this... moving off of the cause of death and the cause of the toxicity. We're now moving on to what caused the hospital workers to become sick. Yes. Okay. So let's because start. there's two like a things. Placebo, it's... placebo uh, yeah. Right. Instead of medication, a placebo. Uh... Right. It's a. Exactly. Bad placebo, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so I, this I, is... I don't I don't know how I feel about that though. Because well, well get ready to let's uh, hear feel, how they... get upset. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is uh from History Defined. Uh the first likely cause of the incident was deemed to be mass hysteria, a mental illness that causes symptoms to spread amongst a group of people, even if there is no infectious agent involved. The California Health and Human Services Agency determined that mass hysteria had overtaken the hospital staff and that this uh, it, and that is still the official reason behind the incident even if it if the staff vehemently denies it to this day this wow. is from all that's interesting julie gorchinski the medical resident that had lost consciousness after handling a syringe with blood from gloria ramirez disagreed with the official findings she did not believe that mass hysteria was to blame whatsoever. Julie pointed to her pre-incident health record, which was basically spotless. However, following the incident in the emergency room, she had developed a number of medical issues. She would spend approximately two weeks in intensive care with breathing issues and eventually developed hepatitis, as well as a vascular necrosis in her knees, all of which happened mm -hmm. in a very short period of time. So... Very real uh, ail ailments right. uh, occurring after this, but and and I just want to say again, we said this earlier, but these are trained professionals mm. who work <laughs> in the emergency room, and right. they're not going to just. This isn't like the first heart attack to yeah. right, you know, someone right. with palpitations coming into the ER. This yeah. is not the first time they're encountering this scenario. But I, but I've, I've read stuff about like this type of like mass uh, contagious thing. Like your brain start trying to believe what was presented to him. But again, I think the argument of them being professional, uh, trained to deal with a uh, high stress situation, I think is stronger. In my yeah. Mind. Yeah. It's whenever, all spec. Oh, go ahead, Chris. No, I was just going to say whenever Rebecca has a headache or like a backache, I'm, I'm usually like, it's probably just mass hysteria. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah a case of blaming she, the victim, she, right? And, yeah. then, oh, and, like, she, and and her reaction to that is usually very placid and like, oh yeah, no, that's a good point. I didn't think that it was <laughs> that it was mass hysteria. Like, but it probably is. And it's that so insulting. That it yeah. really is so insulting to not just these uh professionals, but also <laughs> these women who are professionals. You know, yeah, that's right. like what is this Salem? Like is I know, this the, like, the, right. the, the Salem you witch could, trials? Oh, there's like <laughs> argument to be made if it was like Oh, more like PTSD if like it was like a particularly rough day in the ER and there were some really gruesome things coming in and maybe they were just like at the end of their shift and exhausted. But like this seems 
like you said, Rebecca, it was like a pretty routine ail. You know, it's not the yeah. first time that they've dealt with someone who was having heart palpitations. And yeah. the, the physical, the and physical not, side of it is the mystery. Yeah. In no, the in not, the research we did, sorry, Thomas, go ahead. No, my bad. No, I was just I was just confirming. It's not even like a create. It was like the blood starts smelling weird, right? It wasn't that the most like you know what I mean? A group, right? Like, or nurse, right? It. It's you true. Know? That's a good point. I mean, that that should definitely be factored in as well. You know, one of the things we, when we were doing our research, came across was that part of the calculation that they used to determine it was mass hysteria was that most of it was happened to women. Yes. Mm, so should, <laughs> exactly. In, double so should double put, insult. Do we put should sexism we put, on the board? Should we, should we put sure. a new kind of sexism? Forensic sexism on Forensic. the board? <laughs> I like yeah, this that. word, this word, hysteria is not a very good word, and is <laughs> it's been a, attached in a bad, uh, a very bad connotation for women. Oh yeah, I feel like we shouldn't give it any more time. Is already a bad side. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, you were saying, Clayton? I said I don't think we should give it any more uh, of our time to this episode. I think yes. we should just move right on. That's cause... great. I love that. Let's talk about the hospital and the hospital conditions. Mm. They were actually, it's possible that we should put bad ventilation up on the board. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is from All That's Interesting. The women's family was incensed. Her sister blamed deplorable conditions at the hospital for the death. Mm. Although the facility was cited for violations in the past, there was nothing in the county's investigation that pointed to conditions in the hospital being at fault. Uh, this is from the Washington Post. Riverside General has a history of problems with ventilation in patient treatment areas, including the emergency room, according to state workplace safety records. In April 1993, the California Occupation Safety, Occupational Safety and Health Administration notified Riverside General that the first floor emergency room was permeated with sewer gas Ugh. from a drain. The hospital also was cited in 1991 when two employees sought medical treatment after a possible leak of a hazardous gas from a sterilizer. In 1992, the hospital was notified that an inspection found algae growing in a water reservoir. Thomas DeSantis, a, t a county spokesman, acknowledged some previous ventilation problems, but said the emergency room's vents were checked by several independent inspectors as a result of the February 19 incident, and the hospital was given a clean bill of health. So the records show that there has been problems with the ventilation in this uh, hospital, but of course the county uh, spokesman is like, no, no, it's right. very, we it's had it very good. <laughs> This is where, so, like, if it were it went to like a full legal trial, you'd have uh, lawyers asking for every message and email that was sent between now and you'd start to really find. What my only, my only thing about this is because uh, there was only Gloria Ramirez that that faced that problem. I think if it was a hospital thing, it would have more than one victim because, like, how right. the, you know, is she the only one on that room or or has been on that room? Like. Right. If, something in the water is yeah. probably years that's been something like you know this problem has been going on that's true that's yeah. a good point i also think though that we have those grading systems for restaurants you know where you right. see the little a or yeah. the b or the c maybe not a bad thought to have that one of those on a hospital hospital right? i mean oh now it's God. all just like word of mouth everyone just like uh, everyone knows that's the best hospital in town but like there's no like official. but also you 
like a yeah, Yelp and, and that's word of mouth. Yeah, Yelp review. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I would hospitals. seriously consider uh, yeah those uh, ratings. I do reviews for doctors and stuff. That's important. Oh yeah, I do yeah. for pharmacists because I had a lot of problem with pharmacists. Ooh. <laughs> wow. <Okay. laughs> um. I feel like we should all let let's put the hospital up on the board okay. because I know that we're it's unclear if they were actually the the cause of yeah. of the death, but perhaps it, could, it had yeah. something to do. Is it Riverside with how hospital? they handled it? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Riverside. Riverside General. General. Okay. Um, this is from Washington Post again. The Ramirez family contends the hospital has portrayed Gloria Ramirez as a toxic monster to conceal its own possible culpability in her death. I honestly believe my sister may have lived if she had hadn't gone into that emergency room that night, said Ramirez Garcia. I don't know what the county is afraid of, but we want answers. A noted forensic pathologist not involved in this case commented that the hospital's original version of events was very interested and very misguided. There's no way fumes can come out of a body and hurt people. That idea went out with the dark ages, says Michael Baden, former chief examiner, medical examiner for New York City in a telephone interview. This kind of thing gives death a bad name. Dead bodies don't make people sick. Hmm. So. Well, you studied the. uh... You studied the plague. We've done a, a, an episode on the plague, and they used to wear those, those the the old fashioned uh, masks when they would. Oh yeah, that looked like birds. Make yeah, them that look looked like, like birds. those. Doc- mm. That's what the doctors wore during the plague. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it does harken back to that. Definitely the m- Middle Ages. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. Uh, but it was more than one yeah. nurse, right? How, yes, like, yeah. absolutely. Also, it yeah. just feels like. It's so specific, like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, yeah. would this be happening more often if... Yeah. Exactly. If why would they, kind of why pain, would they uh, come up with, like, some, if it was a lie? Because I think they're saying that it was was a lie, right? Like, the, the, like the, the, the body couldn't you know, produce that kind of thing, so what they're coming like they're making that up like the the nurses right if it was one i could be like oh they probably did a bad job and try to justify but more than one like i think is um, very unlikely that they would come together it's like hey let's let's say that it was this yeah, like, yeah. Right. i don't think it's a conspiracy either i would agree to all and this. it all happened very very fast yeah you mean- fast too like the timing's also very by the mm-hmm. by the time I, I, I believe she they called uh the ambulance at eight PM and Gloria had passed away by something like eight fifty PM. Like right. there wasn't a lot of time. Mm. So and they like were within already, an hour, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're already passing out before she died, right? Like when they're dealing with yes. her treaty. So so Which even- is, that's the tragedy too. They're trying to literally help her like they could have saved her, but yeah. they were passing out because yeah. of whatever's going on. Yeah. So they were trying to help her while she was still alive. So what he mm-hmm. said about, oh, don't don't fear the dead body was like, no, but she was still alive when they were trying to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I f- we have to talk about chemistry now. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's get into it. No, please. Everyone put on your... To? Yeah. Um, I used to like skip. it when I was a kid. I, <laughs> okay, well, maybe you can help us then, yeah. Talis, because here we go. You, but I don't remember anything, but let's go. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, we should put up on the board dimeth- dimethyl sulfone. 
Dimethyl Dimethyl not a, sulfone. Yeah, not a cell phone. No. Sulfone. S U L F O N E. And it's also known as D M S O. This is from Discover Magazine. A third odd chemical signal defied being pigeonholed as either trivial or important. Dimethyl sulfone. Dimethyl sulfone is a molecule composed of one sulfur atom, two carbons, six hydrogens, and two oxygens. It is manufactured as an industrial solvent, but it is also sometimes produced naturally in our bodies from amino acids that can contain sulfur. Broken down by the liver, dimethyl sulfone has a half-life in the body of less than three days. So healthy people never have measurable amounts in their system. But in Ramirez's blood and tissue, there was a hefty concentration of tens of micrograms per milliliter, about three times higher than the codeine in the samples. Hmm. At this point in the mystery, the only unusual thing we're seeing is dimethyl sulfone, says Anderson. But dimethyl sulfone itself couldn't knock out an emergency room. So when Anderson flew to Riverside on April 12th to brief the coroner, his conclusion was that he he had found nothing that looked like a poison. Anderson recalls some anxious questioning by the coroner's office in hopes of finding a smoking gun, but he insisted that it appeared Ramirez had simply taken a lot of codeine and Tylenol, which in large sustained doses can damage the liver. He also highlighted the findings that had intrigued him. The amine that might have caused the ammonia-like odor, <laughs> the nicotinate amide, okay. and the dimethyl sulfone. There clearly was something unusual going on, but nothing that would, could have resulted in Ramirez's death or the emergency room symptoms. He was discouraged, I remember thinking, he could spend this much time and not find anything. So the mystery continues, everyone. Now, let's continue reading this because I think this is this is a history of GMSO. Okay. This is from All That's Interesting. Ramirez covered her skin from head to toe in DMSO or dimethyl sulfone as a possible way to cure her late stage ca- cervical cancer. Medical science labeled DMSO a toxic substance in 1965. The reason for Ramirez's use of, to- of a toxic substance on her skin goes back to when DMSO was all the rage as a cure-all. Research in the early 1960s led doctors to believe that DMSO could relieve pain and reduce anxiety. Athletes would even rub DMSO cream on their skin to try to relieve aches in muscles. Hmm. Then a study in mice showed DMSO could ruin your eyesight. The fat of DMSO stopped for the most part. DMSO gained an underground following as a cure-all for many types of ailments. By the late 1970s, the only way to get the substance was as a degreaser in hardware stores. Mm, Right. The DMSO found in degreasers was 99% pure as opposed to a less concentrated form that was in muscle creams in the 1960s. Okay, so just to do a recap here. In the 1960s, DMSO is popular. People are using it. They're selling it as a cream, and it's it's like 50% DMSO, right? So or less. Or less, yeah. But it was outlawed because in the or in the 70s, you know, they're like, oh, you might lose your eyesight. So people stopped using it and they took it off the shelves as a cream. Right. But it's still being used 
as a degreaser in hard and being sold right. in hardware stores. But this version is very pure. It's a 99%. Right. Hmm. So it's possible that what she obtained was like the highest um, level right. of DMSO. Yeah. She was using the pure stuff that you would get, <laughs> you would use in utilities. It's possible. Sort of form. And she was, it, 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 they believe that she was definitely using it. Right. Right. Because it showed up in her, in her yeah. tests yeah. later. Yeah, it shut over her test, but uh, I was. Uh, but it seems to is that very toxic to uh, to people if they inhale. That's what I'm because it no. So that's where that's where it gets crazy. Is that yes. although that's not the what's toxic to people what they inhale. What do you want to continue with? Yes. The so what what happened was they believe perhaps during the ambulance she was given oxygen, and when that oxygen when you add like something like one oxygen to this chemical there was a potentially a reaction in her body mm. and it became uh dimethyl sulfate or sulfate right yes oh. so it turned into a, a different chemical which is that is toxic, is toxic. right <laughs> oh, I the see. question is the, the problem that that scientists had with this is that They've never seen seen the body react this way. So right. the the reaction happened like inside of her body. So well, we don't you know temperatures. It, it, we don't you know th this is where the mystery comes. Like how right. did this yeah. chemical turn into this other chemical inside this woman's body? So a lot to put up on the board. But before before we get into that, we just should put up on the board. The use of DMSO, assuming that this is part of what um, caused this reaction. Yeah. The use, use of, of this DM pure DMSO, like the or use this concentrated. Yes, concent yeah. yes, I think that's one thing. So um, I don't know how you would phrase that, but using um, not homeopathic, but it's like yeah. using alternative medicine. You just put well, alternative. It's also of, you know stuff that has been actually. Uh, uh, not experimented, but like, you know, they, they did research, has been researched in a sure, lab and sure. has shown that it's not good for you. Yeah. Right? So, so that's another thing I think we should put up on the board for what, sure. Like, uh, like outdated medical practice. It's like, what is that? It could have also been like, you know, generational, you know, right. perhaps her mother used this right. while she was, or her, her I'm, I don't know why I'm blaming her mother, but you know what I mean? Like <laughs> someone she knew. <laughs> it was just, um, yeah. No, yeah. Someone she knew had used this in the 60s. It's not that, you know, and, and you know, like older generations could be like, you know, my I my could totally parents, see that happening. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like in, um, <laughs> well, it's like baby my big powder. fat Greek, Greek yes. wedding. They say that you put uh, Windex, Windex on, on everything. everything. Yes. <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like, there are a lot of medicines out there that we have been using that, that, that come to find out it actually causes cancer. So we should stop using that. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and Tylenol right. itself taken in excess is highly lethal, you know, yes. like, this is part of this, the medical okay, reality. This is big to cure anything, depression. I was going to say that, Thales, yeah. Like <laughs> Vicks Vapor Rub, yeah. which we call yeah. Vicks Vaporub. Vicks Vaporub, yeah. And it, and it, 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 it hails like a very intense right yes. like, yeah it I feels like you're yeah yeah i do um 
I associate it with recovery. Like, ah, I'm going to feel better soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I don't understand much about chemistry after hearing all of you. Yeah, like, fair. Yeah, That's I fair. don't know anything about chemistry, but I lean to tend to trust more in this science, scientific. Right. Yeah. And it do sound... Uh, it do sound kind of accurate. My boyfriend is a biologist, so he works. Uh -huh. with oh. So he should, we could, he could yeah, be a guest Yeah, where's expert. your boyfriend when we need him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, he, he tells me stuff like, he's doing like a, a master's right now, so he's studying a lot. And then he tells me like stuff about DNA, RNA, like how a protein gets attached to another protein and becomes something else that it, it, it almost sounds like magic, but it's science. And they, <laughs> they, do that. Right, right. they do that, like, you, you know, like the, like, for example, the vaccines from, you know, from COVID, yeah. like how they were like experiment, how, how like a transform it, it, all this kind of thing. So it does sound accurate when you're <laughs> even though yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you I know, love, I love describing science as magic. Right. <laughs> right. If you but don't it, understand it, it really does feel like magic. But it does. It does. Like if you if you study a little bit or if you read a little bit scientific things that are approved and it, it is already in test, like some things are like uh, like that, like you put uh, one chemical to another to get together and, and, and transform it. Yeah. Thing else. So. It's interesting well, that like this, you know, this, because it seems so like biological, chemical, scientific, like instead of just leaning into the scientific process and maybe we didn't have like all that, we couldn't do the proper test that we just go to, oh, it was hysteria. You know, we can't yeah. really explain it. So it was an emotional thing that they were just like, that's what it is. And people kind yeah. of buy that instead of like, well, let's follow the science. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah, it's easier um, to understand too. Unfortunately, we are running out of time, but yes. I, I feel like we have a good board. Let's take a quick break and then we'll start knocking things off the board. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Okay, who is to blame for the death and events surrounding the death of the toxic lady, uh, Gloria Ramirez? Is it natural causes related to cancer, aliens, stress-induced mass hysteria, forensic sexism, bad ventilation, poor hospital conditions, Riverside General Hospital, dimethylsulfone, the use of concentrated DMSO, outdated medical treatments and products. Mm. Well, we got a long list. I didn't mm. even <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know. I feel like it's time we took aliens off the board. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, thanks for saying that. I was about you. Yeah. Yeah. And, ma- and stress-induced mass hysteria. Yes, I think, I think yes. we can take that off the board. I think one, one of the um, medical one of the medical staff was um, had gotten all kinds of osteoporosis, and she oh, got really? yeah. She you, had, uh, the the knee. She had yes. an issue with her knee, and yeah, she, she, had, she had to learn how to walk again. Like yeah, like I there mean, were real physical things that happened. Yeah, I don't buy it. I um, don't buy it at all. Then after that, I, I also think that, the, I mean, the natural causes related to the cancer. This seems like yeah. really too natural. Like what? All yeah. of a sudden for yeah. your body to become toxic and make other people have a reaction mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, I think we can take that off the board. Yeah. I would also take forensic sexism off the board. No, I like that a lot. <laughs> but I, I know you do, but it has nothing to do it with it. It has nothing to do with what, what happened. That's just the reaction though. The events, oh, I see. Sure. Right. To do with the, the, <laughs> but the, maybe we can slap it. Was what, it was you could. The, we're basically <laughs> saying like the coroners were sexist in saying that the I, whoever hysteria. came up with that those, that theory the hysteria thing yeah yeah i think we should keep it up on the board because maybe it'll be a slap <laughs> okay <laughs> okay um I, I bad ventilation and the poor hospital conditions i i i talis made a good point where it was just this one Her incident just this one time yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it didn't help. Maybe it maybe it was the perfect storm. Maybe this happened in a room that had bad ventilation, which made the the, the situation worse. Mm. It's possible. I, don't know. I guess so. It's also it's just we it's like their it's word all, versus, yeah. versus our. It's like a, a lot of speculation. It's hard to yeah. I think I think if you were the, the 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 staff and the nurses would be the first one to complain because if I'm right. working on a building yeah. that is not I'm not gonna be like covering up for them. It was like right, give That's me my true. insurance. You guys effed it up, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. That's I wouldn't blame on the victim. So, so do we take all those off, all three of these? I do think so. I mean, okay. we can maybe keep the hospital just but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, the hospital could get a slap for the way they handled they dealt with it. it. Yeah, I don't know. sure. I, I mean, because there was also um, there were issues with how they handled the evidence after the fact. So, for instance, the 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 blood sample that was taken from Gloria that smelled like ammonia and that had looked like it had like these crystals in it. Mm-hmm. 
somehow was lost and was never cool yeah and also the um clothing that everyone like the gowns that people were wearing that they oh they burned it didn't they yeah, they they, they sent it. it they down. like put it or or something like they put it in a bag, like one of those red bags that they put toxic. You see all those stuff. little facts that you're mentioning, like the crystals in the blood, the fact that, that it looks like there was a little bit of covering up. It, yes, mm-hmm. that brings me to the aliens again. Sure, <laughs> back to the aliens. Okay, okay Talis. Be- no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good episode of TV. I for think sure. you're hysteric. You're acting hysterical. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm feeling hysterical too now. I'm going to go to X-File after. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So what, let, let's keep the hospital up on the board, I think, for that reason. Okay. Um, the use of concentrated DMSO. Yeah. I, I, That's the winner for me. Yeah. You know, I, I, have, a, I have a feeling about this board, which I'm just going to throw out there. I think we should, on this rare occasion, not put anything in the alarmist jail. And I think we should deliver two slaps instead, two second places for things we don't like only because there's just not enough evidence mm-hmm. for right. us to be able to. This is interesting. For us to be able to um, con- convict any of these interesting. things. Interesting. I do, mean, what do you think about that? There definitely is not enough evidence. I mean, if this was a real trial, I. It would think be a mistrial. I, yeah. I don't think the jury could really. If I was part of the jury, I don't think I could, uh, you know, uh, positively point the finger right in one in any direction. Right. This is unprecedented. Mm. I blame Talis. Hey <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, guys, you got me. Riverside, isn't That's Riverside? Why we brought you here today. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so we're not gonna. You know what though? Maybe uh, a guest expert could potentially help give us more information and then we could later put something or someone in jail but i mean we could also just put forensic sexism in jail just because um <laughs> just because just because i i here's what i do think i think if we're talking about the post at death investigation and the post illness mystery investigation i feel like that was not helpful in and and it's it really delayed everything okay so it didn't help us find an answer whether it was the hospital whether it was this strange chemical um reaction reaction that occurred but here's my counter to this is that there is evidence, isn't there, of um, things like mass hysteria happening to people. Like that is part of a calculation that a like a rational um, scientist would come up with. For yes, but I uh, to counter that um, when when there has been there have been cases of mass hysteria. The, these people were tested. Right. The, the people who were kept mm-hmm. in uh, the emergency room after the incident were tested and had re- very real ailments. Like yeah. if no, mass hysteria doesn't really give you an inflamed uh, like pancreas, uh, pancreas <laughs> or like an inflamed liver or hepatitis. You and know I'll, what I mean? Yeah. 
I feel like we should do more uh, like mass hysteria too. Like is like the psychology of that is it just seems like this was isolated to like a specific ER room. Like couldn't it then yeah. spread throughout the hospital if there was mass hysteria? Like, I don't know. Like, and also at which point did they just stop investigating? That's what I, that's right. what on the post, you know, that you mentioned, that's probably forensic sexism comes to play because they're like, uh, you know, it must be this or that, but it's too hard. Let's just, close the file and move on you right know? and there's a history of 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 people not believing women yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. um so i think we send forensic sexism to the alarmist jail not for gloria's death but for how the case was handled okay Just while, while we have them in custody we're gonna yes put them we might in as well <laughs> and we're gonna come up with charges later <laughs> And then yes. who or what do we slap then? Who what do we want to give the big slap to? Mm. Then that becomes hard. Right? What is CMSO? what does the slap mean? You... Sorry about that. Oh, the slap is basically second place. Yeah, it's like oh, a yes. runner up. Mm -hmm. I would put the D DMSO. DMSO. I'm with you. I Just think like, is, is it right. the, the, the use, the, the concentrated use or the, the concentrated? Yeah. I think the physical use of the concentrated DMSO is okay. more. Yeah. okay yeah yeah the fact that they used like a bigger amount uh, in her yeah. Mind, yeah which is probably what happened because Again, i went we back and know, looked it up there was yeah. tw it was 25 percent concentrate back when it was topical in the 60s yeah. when i see so it was use. yeah but i think they should make more tests after they you know discover that and to see what's going on because it probably mm. something else later but then the forensic check doesn't prevent them to move forward mm -hmm. right okay i, I i'm gonna call it the use of concentrated DMSO, you're getting the big slap. Forensic sexism, you're going to the alarmist jail. <laughs> Can't wait to have a, a guest expert on this one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see where we come down after it. But we got forensic sexism in jail. So that, yep. Yeah. Talis, thank you so much for joining us today and you. helping us figure this one out. It was a tough one. It's a very tough one. So I'm, I'm glad that you guys brought me in and had this uh, conversation that was really fun. I appreciate you having me. In the aftermath, Despite a massive investigation and conflicting theories, it remains plausible, though not certain, that a chemical reaction took place inside Gloria's body, essentially making her toxic. The findings made by Patrick Grant and the Lawrence Livermore Forensic Center have since been evaluated, peer-reviewed, and published by Forensic Science International. The Alarmist is now on Patreon. Subscribe and get ad-free content along with bonus episodes. Go to patreon.com slash the alarmist or check out the link in our show description. Visit our website, www.thealarmistpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at the alarmist podcast and on Twitter at alarmist the. You can also send us your thoughts via email to the alarmist podcast at gmail.com. Today's episode was produced and engineered by Clinton Early with editing by Molly Hockey and fact-checking by Chris Smith. Thank you to our associate producer and researcher, Crystal Dinsberg. The Alarmist is executive produced by Rebecca Delgado-Smith. Tune in next week. We'll be discussing National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation.
The Alarmist. Powered by ACAST.